everyone. Welcome to the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maya Fields. But to my friends and those who know me well, I'm just Maya. I'm a higher education administrator, a mother, and a wife of 14 amazing years. But above all, I'm a Christ follower. This podcast is a special platform created to honor the memory of my beloved daughter, Hannah. It's here that I have the chance to have the conversations that I never got to have with her. To share the wisdom and love I wish I could have passed on. It's a reminder to cherish the precious moments we're given and a testament to the power of healing, hope, and personal growth. If you're someone who's seeking personal growth, inspiration, and practical advice to build a solid foundation for a successful and fulfilling life, this is a place for you. Join me as we honor Hannah's memory together. Laugh, cry, and learn. Get ready for a podcast that is so much more than you could ever imagine. The Hey Hannah Podcast. Healing hearts, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm so excited to be able to join you all again today. Um, Thanksgiving is in the rearview mirror. So um, I'm sure a lot of us are still full from the holidays. Hopefully you were able to enjoy and spend some time with your loved ones. Um, You know, Thanksgiving is always one of those times where obviously you think about the things that you're thankful for. So um, it's a great reflection period. And just makes you grateful for the many blessings you do have in your life. Um, one thing I want to share with you all today before we jump in, uh, we were gifted with these really cool books. Um, again, if you are watching us on YouTube, I always like to show these things in the camera. But Scooter Mouse Finds Christmas was one of them. And the other one was Scooter Mouse and the teddy bears, both by Miss Alice Mitchell, but um, really appreciate her gifting us with these. What a blessing it was. Um, and the cool thing is, you know, the books are very well illustrated, um, very cute and like catchy for kids. But uh, the thing that I like the most, because my boys are really, really rough, is the quality of the book. So um, great quality there. So when you're reading through them with the kids, you don't have to worry about them just ripping it up and tearing up the pages. So I wanted to share that because she was kind enough to bless us with those books. And I wanted to share it with you all. Um, another thing, just as I was thinking about the things that I am grateful for is the many wonderful um, people that I have been able to meet as a result of podcasting. Like just in my everyday life, there's no way I would have ran into all of these amazing people doing so many amazing things. And um, one of the individuals I met recently joined to record for our new Faith Fuel series that I've spoken about. Um, And that's for individuals who are coming to share their testimony, just to encourage us all and speak about the goodness of God in their lives. So this particular individual came to share and you'll be able to hear that recording soon, but they have a um, marriage ministry that they do with their spouse. So it's a husband and a wife 
and they have a marriage ministry called Marriage as Married as One. I'm sorry, I want to make sure I get that right. So that way, if you Google the website, you'll be able to get there. But it's called Married as One, and they are committed to Christian um, marriage counseling and just helping to build and strengthen marriages um, with a biblical foundation. So it's really cool the work they're doing in that space. I don't know um, how much you all may have looked for any type of marriage resources, but there's not always a ton of biblical marriage uh, resources, counselors, and references. So it's great to see what they're doing. They have so many different initiatives. So if that's something you're interested in, um, check them out, but definitely thankful to have had the opportunity to meet them. Just one of the cool things that I have really enjoyed about podcasting so far. So as we um, jump into today, uh, you know, we just talked a little bit about what we're thankful for. And today's episode is really timely, especially as we continue to go throughout the holiday season, um, because a lot of times um, the holidays is filled with joy and connection. But for some people, it's, it can be challenging. You know, you're dealing with complicated relationships um, and it just makes it kind of in anxiety field, uh, challenging period for some, and we do recognize that. But um, a quote that I came across had me thinking, like, really, how can we help this area to be better? Like, how can we smooth out some of the kinks here? And the quote was, the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our lives. And so when you think about, you know, some of those challenging relationships that we are often braced with in the holiday season, it may be worth ironing some of those out um, just for the effect that they do have on our lives. Um, so the first thing I would say is if we're looking to like, you know, how are we going to handle these tricky relationships a little bit better? The first thing we want to do is just look at the complexity of relationships and especially those with family members, because a lot of times the holiday is going to bring us together and it can, you know, shine a spotlight on some of that tension or unresolved issues. But I would say the first thing to do before you kind of step into that is you need to sit with yourself and figure out what your issue really is. Um. Is this a wrong, you know, that can be righted? Is there anything they can do in a perfect world to make you feel like this is okay? And if you don't really know what upsets you about the situation, what's triggering you or what's bothering you, how can you really fix it? You know, so a lot of times I even have to go, you know, with myself and just kind of do like, I call it like an emotional shakedown. Like what's really bothering you about this? And, you know, it could be at the core, you're upset because, you know, they they yelled at me or they made me, you know, feel angry. But then when you kind of shake that down a little bit more, is it because you felt unheard or felt disrespected or whatever it is? But a lot of times what's causing the conflict or the issue for you is not just a thing that's automatically on the surface. And you owe it to yourself to give yourself some time to kind of fill out the situation, sit with your feelings and figure out, you know, what is really like, why is this bothering me? Like, why is this a big deal? And so I know when it's something for me personally, that I'm not just like, 
upset about because I'm typically a pretty easygoing person. Like, uh, just let it roll off your back. It's not that big of a deal. But if it's a scenario that unprompted is on repeat in my head, like it continues to come back as a present thought for me, even throughout the day or maybe the week or so, then I know um, this is probably a, a real issue for me. And I kind of need to sit with my thoughts, um, you know, on this one. And sometimes that takes hours. Sometimes it takes days. Sometimes it takes weeks. <laughs> but again, you owe it to yourself to commit to that time that it takes so you can figure out, you know, if you know what's really bothering you, you can know where do I go from here. And just to kind of walk you through a situation that I had where I kind of had to do um, this emotional shakedown, so to speak. Now, it wasn't a, like a wrong that had to be to be righted, but it was definitely a situation where I was like, you know, you need to get to what the root uh, of like, what's really bothering you. And so um, more on a personal side, I talked about my papa before, but back during COVID, he had um, caught COVID and he was really sick and he was in the hospital. And, you know, a lot of us at the time when first COVID was first coming, like we didn't really know what to expect. Everyone was just, you know, isolating, staying in close quarters, doing our best with the information that we had. But it's a very, you know, scary time. A lot of people, like you heard, they got COVID and they were not successfully returning to join their family. So it was a really scary period. And so obviously at the surface, I was afraid of losing my grandfather. Like that was obviously the number one thing. But then when I kind of shook that down some more, I'm like, okay, well, you got to kind of figure this out because unfortunately we don't know how life's events turn turn will turn out, but there's a strong possibility that I will have to deal with the loss of some people that I, I really love and care about one day. And so I'm like, okay, you know, how are you going to face those emotions? So I still continue to shake it down a little bit more. I'm like, well, it's not just, you know, the loss as I'm still continuing to think about it. Um, you know, I'm like, oh, what's well, a sad time? Then it just took some more time. I had to shake a little bit more, shake, shake, shake. And when I got to the root of it, one of the things that bothered me the most at my core was that he was in the hospital alone. And if that was going to be some of the last moments that he had, I felt like he lived a life well enough to deserve more than that. He deserved, um, to me, and you know, an ending surrounded by loved ones and the people that he cared about um, here on Earth side. And so even that's hard to talk about now because praise the Lord, he is still here with us um, thriving and alive and well. But I had to sit with my feelings and figure out what really at the core was like bothering me, you know, and that didn't take hours, you know, it took maybe a few weeks because it, you know, it kept resurfacing, kept resurfacing. And so um, that's just kind of like one, an example of walking you through um, one of the, like I said, emotional shakedowns, like you got to keep shaking yourself a little bit. It's kind of like, um, when you clean your couch out 
and you shake the bottoms and like the, the coins kind of fall out, but you got to give it a good shake to get all the coins out. <laughs> so that's kind of what I think about with like shaking through um, the emotions. So, you know, it's not something that's going to be a quick fix, but sometimes you have to work through that with some of those challenging relationships. Like what really at the core of this is the issue. Um, now, some of, some of you are going to get through these uh, walkthroughs or emotional shakedowns and you're like, Mm, no, I'm good. I'm good on that relationship. It's not going any further. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, only you can really determine, you know, what's best for you and where to go next with things. And please don't think I'm discounting in any way any situations that have been involved, like, you know, drastic measures or abuse or things like that. I am in no way telling you what you should do with those particular situations. But I do think you should you owe it to yourself when you are navigating complex relationships to figure out at the core what's really bothering you so you can know how do you move forward? What can happen to make things be better in this relationship for you in the future? So if you're deciding like, hey, I do I'm checking out my emotions, I think this is something I may want to iron out, then I think it's best for you to commit to what you are going to do. And um, I was reading in my Bible one morning and I was reading in um, Matthew and I read this verse in Matthew five and it was just kind of like a hit over the head. Let me tell you, um, God's word is the living word. Like we hear that all the time. But, um, you know, that's speaking to the ability for the word to provide what you, the individual needs at that particular time to um, support you, propel you, move you forward in life. And so each individual, um, the word may speak to you differently at different times because we all need different things. Um, but I was reading this particular verse, Matthew 5, um, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? are not even the tax collectors doing that. So <laughs> it spoke to a particular situation that I had just kind of been muddling on like, yeah, this is, you know, I already done the emotional shakedown. Like I knew this was a relationship that I wanted to salvage in, in some ways. And there's different levels to relationships. Everybody doesn't have to be, you know, your ace on cone, but this was like a relationship I wanted to salvage. And so I knew this verse was speaking to me in that way, because this is the thing, as I sat with that verse and I'm like, you know, man, that kind of hit me right between the eyes. It's essentially saying, if you're only going to love the people that love you, if you're only going to be nice to the people who are nice to you, if you're only going to share or care for the people that do those things for you, what is the difference between you? the Christ follower and anybody else. Like everybody can do that. That's the bare minimum. Like when I go in the store and somebody, you know, holds the door for me, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. There's a smile and, you know, maybe even a wave. But the real test, the real evidence of the difference is when the person is acting a fool with you at the store, like, what do you do in that moment? That's the difference. That's what's setting you apart. And so that that verse was saying to me, like, what's the difference between you and anybody else if you're only going to love the people who are loving you or being nice to the people who are being nice to you? And so 
keep that in mind as, um, you know, if you decided this is a relationship that I want to iron out, um, let that verse guide you. Let it settle in your heart and use it kind of as your mantra for how you are going to react going forward with the um, different actions that you'll take for that particular relationship. Um, now, the first thing that I would say that you should do once you've kind of set your mind is on your part. Um, and with every relationship, I will say this, I'm a firm believer in this. In every relationship, every scenario, you can always find at least one thing you could have done better. It takes some honesty. It takes some real truth with yourself. And sometimes it takes some growth and maturity. And we all can be honest with ourselves and figure out like, yeah, there's some things I know I need to grow here and now I need to mature there. But there is always at least one thing you could have done better. And if you can't find one thing, um, join me on the next episode. We're going to talk about ego because that's another one. But, <laughs> you know, we can always find at least one thing that we could have done better. And, um, you know, once you do that, find something about that individual that you admire or that you appreciate, even if it's something small, like uh, they make a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich, um, you know, whatever. Dig, dig as far as you got to dig, but find something. Um, maybe you admire how they show up for your friend, for their friends. They may not have shown up for you in the way that you wish they would have, but you admire how they show up, um, you know, for their coworkers or whatever it is. Just find something that you appreciate or that you admire about them. And I'm not saying this, you can go and sing their praises, you know, like bring them a praise report. But when you find that admiration or the good thing or the appreciation, even for the smallest portion of that individual, it helps to set your mind, like get you in the right mindset. And I'll say it this way, when someone has um, perceivably wronged you, or you feel like, you know what, they just the scum on the bottom of my shoe. I'm sick of them. They're good to nobody. Your mind frame is all about finding the things that are going to help keep that person in that box that you have now created for them. But you're helping your own mindset to shift. When you take the effort to find, even if it's one good thing, about that person. Like I, I said, you know, they make a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I laugh, but if you got to start there, start there, start small, find something small, you know, whatever it is, find something that you admire or you appreciate about them for the sake of your own mindset. So you can start going into things with the right frame of mind. Um, you know, another thing that you need to do is consider their position. It doesn't mean that their position is right. But it means consider it. When you're able to consider or put yourself in someone's shoes, look at things from their perspective, um, it just helps again with your, your mind frame. And it helps sometimes in, in situations that's going to provide you empathy for that person. Um, and that helps to frame and shape the conversation as you move forward. But consider their position and then initiate the conversation. Um, the cool thing is, we have so much technology these days. You don't have to just pick up a phone and call people anymore. You can send a text. You can um, make a post on their social media page or wall, maybe comment or something. Um, reach out to them beforehand. Hey, Christmas is coming up. Um, 
I want to have a chance to talk to you when we get there. Um, and to make sure when you do have that conversation, speak in a way that is going to make the other person want to listen. That's just a good, um, a good rule of thumb to kind of carry with you. Speak in a way that's going to make them want to listen. What I mean by that is like, at, at this point, shouldn't be like a ton of the blame game or just being accusatory or coming in just really um, passionate. You know, passion is great, but you want to try to be as unarming as possible because again, our goal, we already know our goal is growth. We already know we want to iron out or salvage this relationship. And so knowing that, that's going to help to kind of temper some of our conversation as we move forward. Um, and you know, once you kind of iron those things out, just make sure that you keep the conversation going. You know, I would say that most relationships really just break down because of communication, which ultimately leads a lot of times to unmet expectations. So effective communication really is key to fostering the growth in those relationships. So, you know, you've let it be known that you want to have the conversation, speak about it, apologize, whatever it is that needs to take place, but make sure that you keep the conversation going. You know, a lot of times you may have that, um, you know, that kumbaya chat at the family gathering, you apologize, hug it out, and then nobody reaches out anymore. Nobody continues to make the effort to keep the communication going. This is what I'll say. Don't get into, this is very easy to do, get into, well, I reached out and I said, you know, I apologize. I started the conversation. I'm not going to run behind them. They need to text me or they need to call me. Don't get into keeping score. Let me say this again. Don't get into keeping score. It's not saying that the other person is right. But when you get in a tallying and keeping score, if your desire is to salvage the relationship, is to grow the relationship, you are cutting yourself short. They may not come through in the way that you think they should come through all the time. They may not be aware of these arbitrary rules that you have created about, well, I call once, so they need to call me the next two times. Don't get into that. You want to keep in mind, you know, we're letting. Matthew 5, God us. What's the difference between you and them if you're only going to be nice or reciprocate, you know, the kind actions to the people who do it to you? Um, so make sure you keep that communication going um, because that's what's really going to help you grow that relationship. Now, um, Every episode of the Hey Hannah podcast comes with a call to action. And today is nothing different. You know, we give you information. Um, we want you to ponder on it, but also want to give you that gentle nudge, you know, to do something. So I do want to encourage you to take a step towards growth in your relationships. That doesn't have to be um, one that you find just a little bit tricky or complicated in the moment. All of our relationships should be growing. Rather, it's your friendships, relationships with your children, relationship with your parents, your siblings, your spouse. They all should be growing. And I'll say this, um, that's just a highlight to why. People are growing and changing um, every day. 
we're always in different stages. You know, last week I might have loved chocolate. Now I have decided that I no longer longer love chocolate anymore. My favorite is peanut butter. That's a very watered down example. But the point is we're all finding new interests. We're all growing and developing and, and getting into new things. And so as your relationship grows, you want to keep up with the growth of that individual. So all of our relationships should be growing. And so that's why I want to encourage you, encourage you to take, you know, any necessary steps toward growth in your different relationships. So um, this could look like reaching out to a family member that you've been distant from, um, seeking professional help, counseling in a fractured relationship if you feel like you need it, or even committing to your own personal growth and development. A lot of times, as I mentioned before, you know, it takes um, maturity. It takes a level of um, patience and the time to just look inwardly and really point out the areas that we ourselves need to grow in um, and the areas that we need to develop in. Commit to doing that. Um, You know, growing personally and developing personally is not just going to be a benefit for you. You'll see the evidence of that goodness all over your life. Um, One of the resources I'll share with you is a really cool book. You know, I told you I love to read, um, always reading something. I sing the praises of um, the benefits of reading in an episode early on. But this is a cool one. When in the war in your mind, change your thinking, change your life. Um, If you have some time over the holidays, take a look at this one. It's a good place to start. Speaking about mindset, personal growth and development um, gives you some cool takeaways, some cool techniques. Uh, I... I don't want to say guarantee, I hate to say guarantee, but I'm pretty sure you're going to find at least a, a few things that you'll incorporate into your life just to elevate you, uh, grow you as a person and make things a little bit better. You know, growth begins with just a single step. And here at Hey Hannah Podcast, we are here to support you on your journey um, and making sure that we're encouraging growth for you. So um, another thing, I mentioned earlier about keeping the conversation going. I wanted to share a few um, conversation starter questions. And you might be thinking like, oh, this is a little bit corny. But sometimes when you're thinking about, especially when you're trying to break the ice and rebuild a relationship, it's like, what do I say? How do I get things going? I'm going to post a full list in the notes because I'm telling you this is a really good resource to keep a few of these in your back pocket, not just for rebuilding fracture relationships, but this is for, um, you can use these too with like new relationships. You're going to a bunch of holiday parties now, like, what do I talk about? I'm not a huge um, fan of small talk. So <laughs> these things are helpful for me too. Um, not that I'm just like against it and feel like, oh, I'm above small talk, but sometimes I can feel a bit awkward. So that's just a, a personal thing for me. But um, I will share these questions in the, the notes because they can be helpful for that. But maybe you can ask some things like, um, what's one thing that you are really looking forward to right now? Um, if it's a family member with a fractured relationship, maybe you can ask, like, what's a favorite childhood memory that always makes you smile? That can kind of get you laughing, you know, depending on what the, the funny thing is that you all are looking back on. And now you're laughing and smiling together. Um, maybe you can talk about what are some interests that you're currently passionate about? What are some hobbies that you're thinking about 
you know, picking up. And I say, you know, I mentioned before, people are always growing, people are changing, discovering new things. That's cool to talk about. You're finding out what they're interested in. And then when you ask these questions, you start to realize we're more alike than we are different. You're going to find some ways that you're connected um, with that individual, but these are just some ways to, like I said, get the conversation going. And then you build from there. And I will include the list um, of questions in the notes. I have a few other ones that you can ask, but I think they're handy. Um, And the hobbies one is pretty cool. I've been thinking about picking up sewing. I don't know. I'm just in the early early stages. I'm just now really thinking about it. I haven't really made any effort towards doing it yet. But that's a cool hobby I've been looking into. So if I met somebody and they asked me about a new hobby I'm thinking about, I mentioned sewing and they tell me they're great at it. I would love to have a conversation about it. And it would continue just to grow our relationship. Now, just to help you just with parameters to kind of set the stage with this, please be patient. Relationship uh, restoration is not going to happen overnight. Relationship growth is not going to happen overnight. A lot of times with the breakdown of a relationship, it took time to happen. It took a series of unmet expectations, maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe years. So no, it may not take years to rebuild it, but think about it. It took time to damage it. It's going to take time to rebuild it, restructure it, get it back um, to a place that's good for you both. Some other things that you can do while you are looking to do that is celebrate milestones. Again, like I mentioned with social media, we can comment on someone's page. You know, if you still have Facebook, they tell you when someone's birthday is. You don't even necessarily have to have it on a calendar. What is it to go and post happy birthday? You know, you don't have to go really far out of your way, but it's just another gesture where you're celebrating those milestones. Um, If you still send snail mail, you can send a birthday card. That's easy to do. Or you can just send a quick text message. Happy birthday. Um, Share any positive updates, any cool things that you have going on. If you have children, especially small children, they're always, it seems like they're always doing something. They have these school updates, coloring sheets, whatever it is, they're playing a sport. Share a cool video. It doesn't have to include like this long paragraph. I think sometimes, especially with reaching out to people, we become hesitant because we put all of these parameters around the way that you have to reach out. So for example, some people might say like, oh, I'm not sending a birthday text. That's not personable enough, or it's not this, or it's not that. Whatever. It beats not reaching out at all. It beats not connecting at all. If your desire is to rebuild or strengthen that relationship, do that. Start small. Start with the text, the birthday card. Send in the video, the cute video of your kid with spaghetti all over their face. Ha ha, this is how my day's going. Whatever it is. But it's helping to keep that communication going. It's like building blocks. It's going to start small and then eventually you'll get up to the bigger stuff. But you have to make the small outreaches in order to grow to the bigger things. Um, so as we wrap up, today's episode, please remember that growth in relationships is an ongoing process. People are always growing. 
So relationships are always growing. Um, you know, the holidays can really be a catalyst for change. That's the exciting thing to look forward to. So if you feel like there are some strange relationships for you, this can be the time to fix that, to get it going in the right direction. And with the right mindset and the tools, you can navigate different relationships and foster connections. So let's embrace the journey of relational and personal growth. Um, and the quality of our relationships will increase the quality of our lives. So thank you for joining us on the Hey Hannah podcast. And until next time, take care. And that's it. I'm <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. We hope that you found inspiration, insight, and encouragement in our conversation today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay connected with us, be sure to like, subscribe, and review the Hey Hannah podcast. Your feedback helps us reach more people and spread our message of love and wisdom. You can also follow us on social media at Hey Hannah Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay updated on all the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and engaging content. And for those of you who prefer the visual experience, Catch the video versions of our podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search Hey Hannah Podcast and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. For even more Hey Hannah goodness, visit our website at www.heyhannahpodcast.com. There you'll find updates, bonus content, and join a community that embraces you with open arms. Your continued support truly means the world to us. Together, let's spread love, share wisdom, honor every precious moment because here at Hey Hannah we believe that life is meant to be lived well. Remember a new episode of the Hey Hannah podcast is released every Wednesday so mark your calendars and be sure to tune in. Thank you again for being a part of Hannah's Hive. Until next time take care. Entertainment.